Hi and welcome back to the Never Manage Alone podcast. Uh, today I'm going to have a quick look at uh, the double game week coming up, so game week 25, uh, let's start on Friday. So it's a very light uh, double game week first and foremost, um, it's only two teams that feature in, so we have Leeds and Southampton, um, the, the two play against each other on Tuesday and we'll conclude the double game week. So. Um, I've already made my early change into my team. So in FPL, um, my transfer in was um, Rafinha uh, for Socek. So I've had Socek in from the start. Uh, he, he's been a real great uh, asset in, in my fantasy team. I just feel like at the moment, I really want to try and capitalise on this double game week. Uh, Rafinha's had a few positive weeks. I think he's um, he's had about two goals in his last five or six games and, and about four uh, assists as well. So he's he's really on good form. He's um similar price point to Socek. I got 5.2 for selling Socek. So he made a little bit of a profit, um, 0.2 million. Um, so Rafinha cost me 5.4 and then he went up in price recently as well. So I'm mainly focusing on, on the Leeds assets really for this game week. Um, I had Dallas in my team already. Um, thankfully, he was benched for the, for the minus one appearance in, in the official FPL game. And also, I've had Bamford for quite some time in my squad. So my captain captain choice is currently Bamford. Elsewhere in my team, I've got Martinez and goal. Um, Shaw, Loughton uh, joining Dallas in defence. Uh, I've got Gundawan, who's a little bit of an injury um concern at the moment missing the last game I've got Sun Heung-min Fernandez Salah uh, joining Rafinha in midfield and then up front I currently have Watkins uh, partner in Bamford um, on the bench I've got Cancelo so I might look at bringing him in to the side potentially uh, Rudiger um, who faced Southampton um, playing for Chelsea and then also um, an interesting one I do have one Southampton Asset in my team that I've had pretty much from the start, and that's uh, goalkeeper Alex McCarthy. So he has a double game week, um, Chelsea at home, followed by that Leeds game away. I'm a little bit concerned with Southampton recently. They've lost quite a few games on the bounce. They've had a few heavy defeats. So as things currently stand, I, I'm really looking at Martinez with his fixture at home to Leicester. Um rather than McCarthy. I can't see McCarthy really doing well against Chelsea and then um, then facing Leeds. You'd always fancy Leeds to kind of open up the game and, and score a few goals. So, yeah, that's my current thoughts on my team. Um, in terms of chip strategy in FPL, so I, I used my um, free hit back in blank game week 18, um, as did a lot of players, really, I think, at the time. So that kind of... Um, yeah, that, that's left me with um, the remaining chips. So I currently have uh, my second wild card to use, bench boost and triple captain. Um, some early thoughts on the chip strategy. I mean, we have a very light double game week uh, this time around. I'm really looking towards game week 26. So there's quite a few fixtures that are waiting to be released. So it's definitely worth keeping one eye on those and, and the next few weeks up until blank game week uh, 29 so yeah there's a few teams like Aston Villa, Spurs, Everton, Burnley, Man United, Crystal Palace, Leicester, Liverpool and Chelsea who are all expecting to um, have a double game week in game week 26 and really I'm, I'm looking you know towards someone like Harry Kane 
um, for that one with with games against uh, Burnley and uh, potentially Fulham or Southampton. So potentially going to um, give the triple captain chip to Kane. I think that's a little bit of a safe option. Um, he's you know he's been out with injury recently. Come back into the side, looked quite strong. Um, so yeah, hopefully that will work out. Um, the game week twenty nine is obviously a little bit of a um, a concern as it's a blank game week. So currently there's only, um, let me just have a look. I think there's only about four or five teams that are actually featuring that time round. Yes, it's, it's uh, sorry, six teams that are featuring. So that's Brighton, Newcastle, Fulham, Leeds, West Ham and Arsenal. But um, it's looking likely that the Spurs and, and Aston Villa game will be uh, scheduled that time around. So um, yeah, I'm also keeping one eye on that. Uh, I've obviously gone for that triple up with the Leeds asset so um, thankfully that will be my cover for game week 29 unfortunately Socek came out so that's my West Ham asset gone Um, I do also have Antonio who's struggling with injury at the moment so I might just hold on to him for another week but it's uh, looking likely that I'll replace him with Kane next time around so for game week 26 um Aside from that, I don't have any Arsenal assets, uh, Brighton or Newcastle. So, yeah, really hoping that um, Spurs and Aston Villa will get scheduled uh, for game week 29. That's what I'm really banking on. I currently have Martinez and Watkins. Um, then I'll have um, Kane and Son as well. And then the three Leeds assets and, and potentially a West Ham asset that I'll look at drafting in. So, you know, also keeping one eye on that um, game week as well. Uh, in terms of my second wild card, I might try and um, I have a reasonably good side for game week 26 already, um, and I will have two transfers going into that game week. So I don't really need to pull the trigger on the wild card just yet. Um, teams like Aston Villa will you know, have to have more fixtures scheduled. So I might kind of then look at building the team from 26 onwards um, with one eye on that 29 blank game week. Um, It's also looking likely that Man City will have, um, well, they have a double game week in 27 as well. So that's really a key factor in my thinking. I want to stock up on Man City players. So it might be that I uh, either use my wildcard just before the blank game week or or just if I build a team for 29, I, I will use it after. So, yeah, that's my current um, thinking, really. Um, I'll have to play it by ear, see those fixtures when they're actually fully confirmed, because anything can happen, but it, that is looking likely. Um, in terms of price changes, um, surprisingly Grealish, um, the ownership of him is, is dropping. I don't have Grealish, and I haven't had him for quite some time, but if I was a Grealish owner, I certainly wouldn't look at ditching him just yet. Um, I'm not going to bring him in anytime soon, but with that um, blank game week and Aston Villa looking likely to play, I think he's a, a great asset to have. Um, the potential double game week in 26, um, Aston Villa have leads and they could potentially play Everton or Sheffield United as well. So I think I think that's a little bit of a strange op- um, option for some of the players out there uh, moving, moving him on. Um, yeah, otherwise, really, um, I still have one transfer left for game week 26. So I could potentially look at uh, bringing Kane in already for Antonio, just depending on how Antonio gets on. Uh, he's about 75% chance of playing right now in the in the game. He's missed the last game. Um, 
as well. So there is a little bit of a concern there. I don't know how well West Ham will do against Spurs. You know, Spurs haven't been on great form and West Ham have, but it still looks like a little bit of a a tricky fixture and not an obvious one, really. So, um, yeah, I could draft Kane in or I might just give myself a little bit uh, of extra thinking time, carry that transfer over just before game week 26. It's a very uh, precarious um, season, lots of... Um, problems with COVID and you know, fixture build-up. So I don't want to pull that trigger too early either. Um, I have a little bit of a kind of fixture headache with Cancelo and Rudiger on my bench as well. Um, so they're two players that can easily come in and, uh, and do well for their side. So, yeah, I don't really want to add to that just yet. So I think I'll carry over that extra transfer. Uh, you know, pleased with some of my alpha assets out there like Loughton had a great haul last week faces West Brom at home and, and Shaw who was rested in the, in the, in the Europa League for Man United uh, today on Thursday. So he should start against a bit of a weakened Newcastle side with some of the injuries that they have as well. So yeah, got a, I'm in a, I'm a strange position where I have 6 million in the bank, um, but I do have a bit of a um, selection headache at the same time, which is a nice problem, really, um, up to around the 12,000 mark in FPL. So hoping to capitalise with the leads, triple up, um, make use of those couple of transfers to really capitalise on the potential double game week, which is going to be probably the biggest double game week now for the rest of the season in game week 26. So I'm looking forward to seeing those fixtures scheduled. And then... Um, Kevin De Bruyne is back from injury. He was always someone potentially on my radar. Do I bring him in on game week 26 or do I bring in Kane or, or both of them? Or do I just bring him in for game week 27 against Man United and Southampton? So there's another possibility there. Um, I will look to um, spend a little bit more time in the preview for game week 26, looking at that kind of fixture pile up exploring more about the chip strategy, bringing in a few um, guest speakers as well on that and seeing how um, they're going to navigate that basically, depending on what chips they've currently used. So yeah, that's my early thoughts really on game week 25. It's all about leads. Um, I'm happy with my team so far and then uh, yeah, look forward to game week 26. So thanks for listening. Hope it goes well for you in game week 25 and um, see you next time.